Genre. weekly podcast where we review, discuss, and recap every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Scott Corelli. Today on the show, we'll be discussing Four to Doomsday, the fifth Doctor's second story, although technically it was the first one filmed, right? Yes, it was. Uh, That's actually one of the sort of background things I was going to get into, which is, yeah, this is the first time that that happened, uh, filming out of order like that. So they, mm-hmm. uh, they that happens constantly now, um, pretty much every single time, the, except, the one exception being, um, uh, I guess, well, I guess, I guess it, it's happened with, um, with, uh, it happened with Matt Smith and it happened with Capaldi. It didn't happen with, uh, with um, David Tennant because his first episode was a Christmas special, so obviously they shot that first, and it didn't happen. I, I don't think it happened with Eccleston. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they shot Rose first, but um, I mean it, it is sort of a regular occurrence, you know. Like Matt, Matt Smith's first episode was the was the Angels two parter from season five, and um, I believe Capaldi's first episode. What was his second story the uh Dalek oh. one yeah i think his i think his first the first story that they filmed was the Dalek one oh. i think yeah and and according to the 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 tardis wiki uh, it was uh somewhat related to uh davidson being un- wanting to start with a performance where he was more confident but i actually think he's almost better in this episode than he was in in legopolis uh, Castrovalva. Castrovalva. Yeah, I, well, yeah, but I think, and I, and I, I, I think you're right, and I think that it's a cool. The reasoning behind doing it that way is that so they can they can dive in both feet forward mm-hmm. with their doctor, and then sort of like backward engineer it in their uh, regeneration story, right? You know. Um, which I think so that, so it's basically so like, okay, you know, you're going to end up here because we already filmed that mm-hmm. and here's where the other guy was. So now in this story, like, you know, transition, I guess, right? you know? And so, so like, I, I, I do like that as a technique, um, as a production technique for, uh, for the, for the doctor. But yeah, this is the first time that they ever did that. Um, which is, uh, oh, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, I think it's kind of cool. It's kind and of I think cool. I think the story in general is uh, it's it's really fun and very uh, sort of quintessential Doctor Who, and I can feel a lot of Russell T Davies in this, or I should say, I can feel a lot of Four to Doomsday in the Russell T Davies era. Um, it just it feels like his sort of thing to me. 
you know, the doctor and his companion like showing up on this thing and they're like, oh, this is weird. And it's it's mostly the doctor just sort of exploring and celebrating the human race and then saving the day. Yeah, there's like a kind of magic school bus level history lesson in there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) I like that. Um, But anyway, let's uh, let's let's talk about the uh, the story itself, uh, Cass. Okay. Um, so it's interesting, I think, that we're doing this one because, as we'll see, um, it unfold, like, it's very, it, it kind of feels like, um, like Ark in Space a little, um, because mm-hmm. Tegan, like, Tegan wants to go, he, she wants to go back to Heathrow because that's where she works, she's like an airline hostess, um, and so the the doc well Adric programs the coordinates into the TARDIS, which I hate. Um, and he programs the wrong coordinates, so they land on this uh, giant empty ship. Um, and this did he program the wrong coordinates, or did we decide? Did we did we figure out like definitively that that's what happened? Um, I think they go back and forth. But okay. as far as I'm aware, I'm not sure. I don't like Adric, so he messed up in my Okay. <laughs> um, so there's a, lot, there's a lot to not like in this story <laughs> as far as Adric yeah, is concerned. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, um, he's, he's a little jerk in this. So Tegan is kind of whiny and she's like, I want to go home, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Nissa and Adric and the doctor are all pretty curious about all this. They see all this, um, techno, like technology and like weird machines and equipment. So they go, uh, the doctor leaves the TARDIS with this ridiculous helmet that's supposed to help him breathe. And it looks he, like, uh, it looks like Ant-Man's helmet. Yeah. A little bit without the, um, without the lens. So I don't know it how it's like supposed they to help did. you. It looks like they did like a special BBC version of like 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea and they just still had those helmets. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it specifically looks like like the like the original Ant-Man helmet from like the from the mm-hmm. comics, like mm-hmm. the really simple like 1960s Stan Lee like Jack Kirby Ant-Man, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he um, wears it on his head and it works. Yeah. Ow! It's, it's 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 ridiculous looking. I think I think if I ever got to uh, be like like a producer on Doctor Who, that the first thing I would do would be to bring that stupid helmet back. It's, <laughs> it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, the idea, it's, the image of like Matt Smith floating in outer space but still wearing that helmet is pretty magical. <laughs> no, dude, Capaldi floating in space wearing that helmet. I'm here. It's like the one, the one orange space <laughs> they have, and then that ridiculous helmet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Um. So he, the doctor, explores a little bit, and there's this, um, this floating orb with like a camera on it, and he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Um. So he, he goes back to the TARDIS, and well, well, before he goes back to the TARDIS, though, there's that bit where. Uh, he's just sort of like scoping out the lab that they've landed in mm-hmm. and uh, he just, you know, being the doctor, he's like just marveling at things because that's what he does. He like he's like trying to figure out where exactly they are by like looking at 
everything and just being like kind of amazed by it all, by how quaint it all is. That's sort of the doctor, right? He's just, he's like, oh, wow, look at, look at, look at how amazing this is. Isn't it quaint? Like, it's just, yeah, it's it's pretty great. But yeah, he's doing that. Condescending if it weren't so genuine. Right, right. He's very earnest about, about being very condescending. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and, and we go, we're in the TARDIS and he told everybody to stay behind because he's got his Ant-Man helmet on and so it's safe. And uh, they're all watching him on the screen and Tegan is just like <clears throat> mad that he's taking forever, which it's like, do you not understand? I feel like no one on this show ever understands how time travel works, which is that like, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't yeah. matter how long things are taking. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a time machine. Well, she, has, um, she but, doesn't really have that much faith in the doctor though at this point. And even being, I guess that's either. true. Yeah, I guess that's true. But there's that part where she's like, "Is there another? Is there another helmet pack? I'm gonna go out there," and and uh, Adric's like, "Adric's like, you can't," and she goes, "Well, what if he's in trouble?" And I'm like, "You can see he's not in trouble. <laughs> he's just looking around. What are you talking about?" Right? Have, we, have we gotten to the part where uh, where Adric says that uh, women aren't uh, smart? No, we're. I think we're about to get to that. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the doctor's exploring <laughs> and talking to this um, floating camera thing. And then it goes back to um, Adric and Nissa and Tegan. And Adric and Tegan are arguing. And, you know, Adric's just like, oh, you know, that that's the worst thing about women. Like, they're just impatient and, like, awful and whatever. He, he, he tells her to go read a maths textbook. Yeah. He's like, maths? <laughs> what? Why would I do that? Who would do that for fun? And he's like, men, real men, not women. <laughs> and then Nissa and then looks up from like her textbook and she's like, excuse me. Yeah. And he, he's like, you're not a woman. You're a girl. You're a girl. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, oh. And then, and then I can't tell if she's like still offended or if she's like, oh, and then looks at Tegan like, yeah, stupid woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't tell what the look was that she gave after she said that. But it was uh it was funny. I I don't know what he thinks happens to women when they go when they go through puberty. Yeah. I don't I don't think he understands that. I mean, are we supposed to believe that Nissa's not a woman because I I don't I I'm not buying that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they I all act like children. Old, but. Yeah, I don't know how old Nissa is supposed to be. I think she might be like a teenager, but like her actress is obviously not. Right. So. Yeah, that's hmm. interesting. Well, oh, by the way, I, I noticed today, doesn't Nissa kind of look like the actress that plays Selena Kyle in Gotham? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, that's weird. I just kind of <laughs> noticed that, but. She yeah. should play She should play Nissa in the Adventures of Space of Time uh, uh Sequel. Yeah, those the, the sequels Doctor we keep Aaron. casting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It's all of I, them. I want all of them. How old Sorry. is Al- Aldrich supposed to be? Because he's like he looks fourteen, but then like he also looks. He, he I think he's five. supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be like twelve ish. Really? I think. I think. I yeah. Don't remember. I think he's supposed to be twelve, twelve or thirteen. He's definitely like a boy. You know, like he's not, he's not yeah. even like a teenager yet. Right. Yeah. But he's not, but he's not, well, but, but the reason I say 12 or 13 is because like, I think he's like, obviously like, what? how old is the actor? Like 14 or 15, right? Oh, I think like, so. Yeah. 16 maybe. Um, 
but the way that he acts, he sort of acts like, you know, kids in an Amblin movie or just like, yuck, girls. Girls. So that's why I think he's supposed to be in like the 12, 13 age range. Um, just like based on, I don't know, the character, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it very much is it does seem like the doctor is like babysitting these like three kind of feuding like rambunctious youths. Yeah. Welcome to the Peter Davison. Era. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that feeling never goes away. He's like the cool older brother and he has to just drag around these three whining kids all the time. Tell yeah. you what, if you're nice on this adventure, I'll get you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like the really he's like the the youngest uncle who was the godfather to these group of kids and was like, well, that'll never be a thing. And then all of their parents died. Yeah. Um, And he's just stuck with them now. So full house. (laughs) It's a full house. Yeah. Davidson. It's full full house without Bob Saget. Davidson would be Dave Coulier. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tom Baker would be John Stamos. And... (laughs) Davidson would, or no, and then um, Pert Wee would Actually, be. in a way, their parent did die because their parent was Tom Baker. Oh. Oh, so that's kind of exactly what happened. He yeah. inherited these companions, these kids. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Uh, All right. So, so the... <laughs> the, the doctor comes back and he's like, hey, come out. <laughs> so they all put on the these silly helmets um and the are connected to anything. Yeah, no. It's just like, oh, it magically helps you breathe. The um Well, they have the little uh they have the packs in the back of the helmet that I I pres- I, I assume hold the air that they're breathing. That's or... actually a pretty smart idea. They're like wireless helmets. Yeah, basically. Hmm. I didn't notice that. I was just taken with how silly they look. Yeah. Uh, I assume they sort of like much like the uh, the the air tube thing, the air air I don't know whatever in Ark in space. I presume like the front piece just blows air and just, blo- <laughs> just blows oxygen into their face. You need this, yeah. Take it, take all of it. So they they all go exploring, and the doctor um, talks to this this floaty camera eye. And um, he, you know, says hello and, you know, is just like, oh, we come in peace. Um, and he he basically asks, like, oh, you know, who's in charge here? And this door up this flight of stairs opens. So the doctor um, goes through it and Tegan follows because she doesn't think the doctor can accomplish anything by himself. Um, and Nissa and Adric stay behind. For some reason, they're like tinkering on the machines, but I don't know like what they're doing. It's yeah, yeah. Um, There's also that great moment where uh, he specifically tells Adric to stay behind with Nissa. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and "Why Adric, would I?" <laughs> and Adric's just like, "No." <laughs> he's very up- not not with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Us um, men have to stick together. The girls can stay behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they, the Tegan and Tegan and the Doctor, they um are wandering through all these hallways and doors keep opening. Um. And there's more of the floaty camera things, 
and um eventually they they end up on i guess the the bridge um and they meet these three throne room is what i would call yeah. it <laughs> this these three the green things that are sitting in these three chairs they're toad people are they toad people i don't know they look kind of toady i, I call them avocado yeah, so it looks like guacamole is like all over their face. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guacamole men. <laughs> the guacamoles. The guacamoles. So, um, <laughs> these three—the middle one, the one who's in charge—his name is Monarch because that's not egotistical. Um, and oh, Monarch. He, that's not that's not remotely remotely the beginning of this guy's e- egotism, right? Um, yeah. And like, this is literally. His his plan in this story <laughs> is probably the most egotistical plan I've ever seen by any villain in any any media form of media whatsoever. It's Certainly so the most baselessly egotistical plan. Oh my god. I mean it's incredible. Like, don't get me wrong. It's absolutely it's it's a it's a beautiful villain plan, but it is it is absolute madness. Yes. Um so so this guy is Monarch, and then on his right and left side, he has his, like, toadies. Haha, <laughs> toadies. Um, the girl, the, the, the female one is named Enlightenment, and the, the guy is named Persuasion. Um, I've always been super, every time I, I watch this, I'm always super confused that her name is Enlightenment because there's a right that story. story, like, next season called Enlightenment. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's really memorable cause it's like the best story of his era. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I mean, Caves of Androzani notwithstanding. Um, but yeah, so it's very confusing. Uh, yeah. Cause I was like, wait, what is this? Yeah. What I- there's nothing to do with the two things. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's bizarre. Uh, um, anyway. So they question the doctor and Tegan about earth and they're interested in, you know, where they come from, how they got in the ship. Um, like they taught, they asked Tegan a lot about, um, like earth culture, um, like fashion specifically. Yeah. Um, and Monarch she draws, she draws an amazing sketch, right? She just like, she's like, oh, well it's hard to explain. And then she sits and draws for the next 10 minutes. And, um, and there's this really great, uh, there's this really great part where, um, when Adric comes up to the, comes up to the throne room. And uh, uh, she's like the. It's suggested that she won't. She's gonna miss her her flight or whatever. That's mm-hmm. right. Because I, I forgot. I forgot they are in 1981. Right. Um. They're just in space. They're like not in the right place, but they're in the right time. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm gonna miss my my flight, and 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 I'm gonna get fired. And Adric goes, Well, you'll get a better job. And she's like, I don't want a better job. And I was like, Who doesn't want a better job? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just, what are you even saying right now? Like, what? Because he's antagonizing her job. about, like, you know, he's like, Well, if you learned your maths or whatever, and she's just like being really stubborn. Well, um, but it, but the thing the thing that's even more stupid about it is she says it as she hands the she hands the monarch. Uh, her draw, her amazing <laughs> drawing. She's like, um, I don't want a better job. As she hands over this incredible, professionally drawn 
fashion it's design. It's a shame I have no skills. Yeah. It's like, um, what? Yeah. You're like, girl. Oh, it, it, it's a, it's a, it, she just like, I have no skills. And she draws this amazing drawing and then later is fluent in Aborigine. Right? Like, yeah, what? I know, but then you have no her, skills. Her excuse for it is amazing because it's like, how do you know that? Oh, it's it's just, it's an Australian Aborigine. I'm from I'm from Texas. I don't speak any of the native languages of like the tribes that lived in Texas. Right. Like, I know so many Australian. Like we were watching it, and I was like, oh yeah, because every Australian person knows how to speak Aboriginal. Like, right. Yeah. Why not? I'm also um, I'm also I also have done all of their religious ceremonies out in the outback. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Tegan draws this crazy drawing, basically, like, it's, like, more formal 80s fashion, and she hands it over, um, and they are escorted out of the, like, the throne room, and they meet up with Nyssa again, um, and Nyssa is like, I saw, I saw a human, I saw a human, and the doctor's like, whatever, um, and then, uh, this guy comes out in, in a toga, and, uh, he asks them to follow him and they're led to this dining room and they, you know, get served food and they're like an Aborigine shows up, a Mayan princess and um, like this Chinese uh, feudal lord guy. Um, and First perfect moment of this of this story. <laughs> like what is just uh, just the visual jarringness of just. I don't know. It, 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 it kind of seemed like an amusement park that was on like lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> like the, like, it's like it's it's like an updated. It's a small world. Yeah, yeah. they're just like all right. Well, okay, that that's ten. <laughs> it's like the Epcot employees just hanging out yeah. in the mm-hmm. dining room. Um, but so they're they're talking and they're just like, oh, this is weird. Like, what are you all doing here? And um, our uh, our um, cliffhanger is basically um these these two people that look exactly like Tegan's drawing um which you can tell because her drawing was amazing <laughs> right <laughs> it's almost like if she was a bad drawing would they just look like really weird people like yeah. <laughs> like, right. like like doodle bob from spongebob yeah, yeah, like <laughs> um and uh, they're like, oh, who are you? And they, it's light, enlightenment, and persuasion, and they look exactly like what Tegan drew. And then that's that's the end of part one. Yeah, um, it's a I, pretty good. I like it as a cliffhanger because it's just sort of a head scratcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I, I like that it isn't like a robot's about to eat the doctor. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really good. I like that. Um, so that brings us to part two. Now, part two is going to be a little hard to summarize because overall, not a lot happens in part two. Um, and yet. But and yet, uh, so much happens, yes. Um, so I'll do my best. But uh, plot-wise, what happens is uh, they basically say, yeah, no, we used your drawing and we recreated ourselves to be to look like this. And Adric becomes obsessed with this, and he's like, "Wait, can anyone do that?" And he's like, "They're like, yeah, if you want to." And he's like, "This cool. is Ep- this is Epcot, yeah, <laughs> like very cool." <laughs> um, 
And then, uh, and then we find out that the uh, Ur- Urbankins, Ur- Urban- how do you say their name? Urbankins. Urbankins. Ur- 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 yeah. Ur- I-, I kept thinking Urbank. of John Urbanank, the actor. Yeah. <laughs> Urbaniac. Yeah, Mo- that's probably because the monarch is in this. Yeah, but, um, yeah that too. Uh, yeah. So the the uh, the Ur- Urbankins. Um, they have been collecting human specimens each time they visit Earth, and basically what they've been doing is they go to Earth, they collect somebody, they go back to their planet, and then they upgrade their ship. And every time they do this, their ship gets twice as fast as the time before. So it took them like 25,000 years to get to Earth the first time, and then it only took like 12,000 years, and then it took 6,000 years, then it took 3,000 years. And so they keep – uh getting faster and faster. And so now it's only been something like 1500 years since they were there last time. And they're, they're nearing the point where they're going to have uh light speed travel. And once they have light speed travel, Monarch who believes he is God wants to, wants to time travel to the big bang and use these human specimens to create life on earth because he believes that it's his duty as God. <laughs> it is this, insane. This, um, this, this kind of like, do you remember that big blue guy that, that, that gave us the worst season finale of Dr. Whoever when he, when he was ahead? Yeah. He's like that guy. If he was made of guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's not a very like imposing person you know what i mean like yeah where do you i mean he's basically i mean honestly it's it's it, it's a lot like if if trump got light light speed travel i'm god yeah yeah turns I'm, out i'm god i'm so like, <laughs> sad <laughs> um it's bizarre like it's, it is, it's, it's, it's super it, weird it's just so uh, brazen it's an amazing villain plot though so he basically he he wants to use these he, humans that he's collected to restart the human race because he's God and he thinks that this is how it happened. Um, and uh, and what what where where this comes from? No one knows. It's he's just he's just crazy. He's a crazy. Yeah, person. Like, why is he like this? Is- yeah, it's it, it, it's it's like a reality show host who believes that he should be president. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, like imagine if Gary Mitchell had zero powers. Yeah. he's just like running around the ship and everyone's like dude stop what are you doing <laughs> um so then uh after after this after he the doctor kind of like finds out all this information uh the they, they're invited to go to uh he and tegan are invited to go to uh the is it he is it him and tegan or him and nissa i think it's nissa him and tegan is it Nissa? No, it's Tegan. It's Tegan. It is Tegan. Okay. Um, so, so he and Tegan go, and they they're invited to uh, a performance space, uh, which is supposed to be a different room, but it's absolutely the same room that they've been in this entire time. Yes. Um, Very important they, to know that. Yeah. So they go. <laughs> it's important to know that this ship has three rooms. Um, yeah, it holds three just billion keep, people. They they just keep redressing at all of the rooms, but they're the exact same room. It's it's incredible. Um, anyway, so they they are they sit on this over this overpass like this this uh, 
overpass. <laughs> overpass. What are those? What is that called? Like the the cat like a balcony. What's that? The it's the greatest visual. <laughs> okay, all right. It's the greatest Nick's mental dying. image of all time. <laughs> okay, what did what did you say, Cass? The catwalk. Catwalk. Thank you. Um, so they're on the catwalk and. Uh, they're like sitting – they're sitting – they sit down and they watch a performance of uh, the the Mayan uh, princess and her Mayan handmaidens, I guess. The rockettes, if you will. Yeah. They, <laughs> they put on uh, 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 like sort of like this performance of this ancient dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody's watching and, and sitting next to – Sitting next to uh, the doctor are uh, these Spart- – are they Spartans? I assume they're Spartans, right? Yeah, there's they- some kind of like ancient Greek or Roman – Roman kind of dudes. Yeah, well, they can't be Roman because there's no Romans on the ship. So they must – they're Greeks. Okay. So are, is Sparta Greece? Yes. Yeah, but okay, um, so, so what's the, the, the Greek guy says he's from Athens, so I assume they're Athenian. Okay. All right. So they're so they're uh they're so the they're, Spartans would call pussies. <laughs> <laughs> so they're uh they're 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 uh Greek soldiers doesn't matter they're from they're from Athens or whatever but anyway so they're sitting so they're, there, they're, they're under the them. Greek Empire yeah and there's two who are in like full armor they just don't have their helmets on and then there's two shirtless guys and the shirtless guys are really sad like they're just. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed them, but they're little, they're just sitting there and they just look so bored and sad. And no one's like, really that into the dance. It seems it doesn't seem like everyone's really passively watching this. Yeah. Um. So the so the Mayans dance and then they finish, and then uh the 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 Chinese like Mandarin people they come out and then they they come out in uh with with. They're like under like dragons, so they do like this. Yes, dragon it was dance a, thing. it was incredible. It was like a Nathan for you sketch. Yeah, well, and it was it was so great because they come out and the first thing that they do as part of their like dance routine is that the dragon's head just like shakes its head like no no not this again no. stop 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 no 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 we said no. we said we wouldn't we said we weren't going to do this <laughs> yeah um and then uh, uh so then while that's happening. Uh, Tegan or, or not Tegan? Nissa and Adric are sort of like walking around the ship and going Giving each other like Indian burns. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're sort of exploring the ship, and they go through a garden room, like an agriculture room, and then there's they go into a computer room that doesn't have any oxygen in it, so they put their they put their <laughs> helmet things back on. Um, and then they go into probably the least fun part of that trip. They go into a science room, and that's where all the all the Mandarin guys are. And uh, it's weird that they're all segregated. I don't know what that's about, but for some reason, each room is like segregated by culture. Oh, if you want to talk do- about segregated by culture, I got I got part three coming up for you, right? In here in a little bit. <laughs> um, and so then the uh, the the Greek warrior dudes they fight, and uh, one of them kills the other one. Um, and the doctor's like, whoa, that's messed up. And they drag him away. They like, they stay, he stabs him all the way through, all the way through his heart with a sword and he dies instantly, falls to the ground. They drag his body away and there's just no blood whatsoever. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good, it's a, it's a sign of things to come. 
The last um, group danced. <laughs> yeah, I know. All time we do our special talent, Dave, and yeah, yeah. fight to the death. Well, and because and the important thing about that is that Adric also notices that there's no oxygen in in these rooms, uh, but for some reason the Greeks and the Mandarin guys they don't need any oxygen, so that's super weird. And then this guy gets stabbed through the heart and he doesn't bleed. That's super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then the doctor uh, uh, Bygone, the uh, the the Greek dude. Uh, he comes over and he's like, hey, I need you to make a distraction. And the doctor's like on it. And then he fakes fainting. And everyone's like, what's going on over there? And then he's like, he's like, I'm fine. And he gets up and sits down. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> Cell five. Did it. Um, and uh, and Davidson, then. Davidson, Davidson, Davidson. <laughs> and then the aborigines come out and they get down. Yeah, no, yeah, they start, they start, they start, like, it turns into a bad Justin Timberlake video. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, their dance, they're, they're, they're just, like, like, that's, that's, like, I could see their dancing happening in, like, a 90s music video. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's not, it does not look like tribal dancing, it just looks like they're at the club. Yeah, they're like, just jumping the up and days? down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they're just, Ladies it just seems like they're at a prodigy. club. Like I just I was like the whole time every time they came out like the music would start and then I would just be going like under my breath like yeah like it's just I just wanted them to pull out glow sticks and yeah. start like oh my god it was amazing um start doing that thing where you like cup the ball in your hand you know and you totally. move your arms around uh, this is a fun <laughs> this is definitely one of the more fun alien like refugee communities we've seen on the show so far. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so then Castro they, so then they, uh, they meet up with bygone and, uh, and, and, and the doctor's just like, yeah, so uh, a lot of weird stuff going on, huh? He's like, what, what, what's the deal? And like, what, what's the deal with, uh, with, with, with the Urbankins? And, and, you know, if you're from, it's like, what, what do they have, like, time travel on the ship or something? Because that's the only explanation of this. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, and he explains the whole thing, the whole process of how they double their speed every time. They're like, so he's like, so you're like, you're like, you're like 20,000 years old. And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, sort of. And he's like, what? I don't understand. He's like, he, and then he like opens his chest and shows that he's a robot. And then he pulls out like a motherboard and he points at it and goes, this is me. <laughs> yeah. Another another great cliffhanger. Yeah. He just like this is me. Can you imagine being a little kid and hashtag this is me. Hashtag this is me. <laughs> hashtag me. Hashtag no filter. Hashtag G T O Y. Oh Love my G-T-O-Y. god. Hashtag body positive. Yeah, he like <laughs> he like flips his face up too, which is like the Oh, it's worst. the greatest special <laughs> effect I've ever seen. <laughs> It's amazing. It's like they green screened his face and put it over a piece of like flesh cloth and then pulled the flesh cloth and then just erased the face. And then <laughs> underneath, underneath used to have a robot. Yeah. There's like this weird, like second rate Terminator face underneath. And then he like puts his face back down and it's, it's so funny. It's like, what, what, what is that? It's like, it's like the, the mask is green or blue i guess mm-hmm. back then 
it would have been like blue, and then they they just like superimpose his face on it, right? Yeah, on, yeah. on the blue. So like when he lifts it and the blue disappears, his face disappears. But when he puts it down, his face is on the blue mask. But the face his face doesn't move. Yeah, it's almost like his face leaves his face. <laughs> yeah. It's like his face is a hologram. Like that's what it looks like. It's so funny. Oh god, it's it's magical. I mean, really. Yeah. Man, British it's everything you want. Like, the hell was that? Yeah. The hell's it's going on here? Say what? Everything you want. Um Okay. But yeah, so that's uh that's part 2. Yeah, and part 3 opens with uh, <laughs> uh the doctor is now suspicious of the monarch's intentions, rightly so. So, uh so this this Greek philosopher senator kind of guy, Bigon. Um, bygone. Bygone. Um, I, I remember bygone because it's like, oh, like he's from a bygone era. I get it, Doctor Who. I see. I, I'm by. picking up what you're putting down. And uh, and, and <laughs> so after learning to let bygone be bygone, uh, the doctor <laughs> decides to bygone the auton. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> by, bygone. Um, so it turns out that the the uh, the occupants of this ship aren't exactly human they are rather the uh every time the monarch comes and picks up humans from the planet he augments them uh into like becoming androids right is that is that is that fair enough to say yeah yeah they're they're yeah automatons like yeah bygone the automaton um, so you know so so the so the so bygone is like hey you know the next time that this dude comes to earth he's not He's not coming to, like, you know, pick up a few things. He's coming to, like, you know, turn, you know, I mean, like, it's kind of like the board. But, you know, what we were just talking about yesterday with First Contact. They want to replace everyone with androids. <laughs> I like that you 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 uh, bring that up as if it was on this podcast and it was on a completely different one. No. <laughs> hey, man, it's like it's like Marvel. You if you want to know the full story, you got to you got to read all the books. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It, it is, it is like that, but it's also the thing that he points out is that when he pulls out his mother chip and he's like, he's like, this is my, these are my memories and this is my personality and these are my motor functions. And this is, uh, this is my like, like right and wrong something or other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he's like, he's like, well, what about all the other ones? Why are they different from you? And he's like, oh, they just have motor functions. And, and that's like, it. Oh, that's heavy. Like, oh. That's that's dark. So um, they will use so um, instead of peaceful coexistence, um, the Urbaniacs will uh, produce from their own <laughs> their own bodies. Uh, they produce a toxin during something called the flesh time, which is a, a phrase I can't wait to flesh use time. in my everyday life. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I wanna, that's what I want to call sex from now on. Is the flesh time? Uh, the flesh time. So you know, so this toxin causes organic. You know what time it is? Flesh, flesh time. Where, are you Where are you going? Don't leave. Wait. Oh my god. Uh, flesh time. Flesh time. So that that's their plan is to take away the flesh time or during the flesh time <laughs> to make organic matter just like deteriorate, and so that's that's that that's the monarch's plan for for Earth. Uh, so. All this, you know, this this is revealed to Tegan, so she freaks out, and she wasn't a fan of this before. So she steals the spare key and uses it to get into the TARDIS, and she tries to uh, get back to Earth. But son of a gun, instead of Ooh. going to Earth, 
What, what did I say? No, no, I'm just I'm just booing uh I'm booing Tegan having any control of the TARDIS. Right. Oh, yeah. And and, and, and even uh even the guacamole men end up like calling that out, right? Yeah. With, anyway, so it so the ship they try, to hang, of, they try to they try to hang a lantern on how dumb it is, but it's just yeah. it's, it's way too dumb. So so Tegan accidentally materializes the TARDIS next to the monarch ship and um you know, bad Tegan. Uh so uh the four four leaders have been given additional circuits to help them reason, but um, the monarch has the ability to actually take those circuits away, um, and that's actually kind of the fate that unfortunately awaits Big on when uh, him and the Doctor are. Uh, Why do you keep calling him weird a weird name? Just call him. He's bygone. It's spelled like Big on, and I like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice name. So so bygone and the Doctor. So Bygone explains to the Doctor that the Monarch is going to stri- actually strip mine and destroy the planet of James Urbaniac in a quest for <laughs> minerals to improve the ship. And that's what he's going to do to her. You mean he's like the aliens from Independence Day. He just, like, just Fs a planet and leaves. Mm. Um, and then Monarch tells the Doctor his wonderful plan about him being God. And he's going to go to the speed of light and go back to the beginning of time and make creation like happen. high five himself <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically yeah it's just i'm gonna i'm gonna see myself create everything and go good job and then bro. be born <laughs> just like i knew it bro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah up top, up top. you know cool. what the big bang is bro our high five our high fives bro <laughs> we made everything happen <sighs> uh, you're in my world bro <laughs> <laughs> So like um, the the bad guys um, take Bygone away to have his stuff pulled out, um, and then <clears throat> the Doctor is forced on his knees, and one of the Greek androids uh, starts to decapitate or begins the process of decapitating the Doctor. And it <laughs> that is the sounds of- way darker than what it actually is. <laughs> it just sounds like it sounds like he 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 has like started like sawing through the bone. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been going on for thirty seconds, and then we cut to credits. Jovinder just crying. Oh God! Oh man! Did we talk about how 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 like that scene in Game of Thrones where what's his face is trying to decapitate that guy? Um, Oh God. Um, is Nissa like kidnapped in episode three and like yeah in part three uh, yeah N- Nissa Nissa Weapon X yeah yeah <laughs> she's got that helmet on that makes her look like Weapon X <laughs> oh yeah yeah they like freeze her they put her in the in, in cryo or whatever yeah for like no reason like yeah. just just like just to have control of her I guess because no like, they want to they want to turn her into a robot so they're just like hey we'll pick this one she's cool. She wasn't oh. already a robot. <laughs> oh, you know what we forgot way back in part two that I, I just I, I just want to I just want to call it out because one of my favorite little acting moments I've seen on on this episode is um, there's a part where they're trying to do the math of how they would even get to Earth. And and he's like, oh, so, if, you know, if it, take, if, it, if it takes 1200 years and better than what? And then like Adric just has the answer. <laughs> and and, the, and David goes like, yeah. And he kind of like double takes like the fuck the <laughs> yes right it was it just made me laugh because it was so like why do you know that 
Well, he doesn't he well, I mean, he knows why. He just doesn't cuz Adric comes from a mathematician planet. Yeah, yeah, but it's it just like his little like, oh wow, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, no, I I think it's more just like you what that, that's Stop doing my job. Like I'm yeah. the most <laughs> person in the room. Stop it. I like it, it is very it it's cool to see like, oh, the doctor was always the doctor, you know? Yeah, totally. Anyway. Why are you gonna do that? <laughs> uh, he likes to be tall. So in the previous episode, like Nissa gets turned into a robot almost, but then the doctor like saves her so now she's just hanging out with the doctor um and as this guy is gonna decapitate the doctor she takes the the sonic screwdriver and a pencil and she like touches the like all of the all of the androids that just have motor functions have this weird chip on their hands so she like reaches out what is that uh what is that material called like Oh, see, um, I remember. I remember uh, in the '90s, like pencils used to be like used to like be wrapped in that material all the time, and it was always like, "Look at the cool pencil." Yeah, <laughs> um, it, but it looks I, like aluminum foil. Well, but it's it's like specifically this kind of like aluminum foil that has like this weird like kind of chain chain link kind of um, what what is that? What is that metal that's like got the got the different. Uh, uh man, I forget what that's called, but it's kind of like a chain link kind of design on it, you know? Yeah. It, it's made to look like like a like a type of like metal flooring that you would see uh in in like factories and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I forget what that's called, but uh but anyway. Um yeah. so it's she weird. she uses the sonic screwdriver and this pencil to like short out the androids somehow. Um mm-hmm. on they're they're on their pogs. Yeah, <laughs> on the pogs that are stuck to their hands. Yeah, um, they just have they have like pogs on in like the space between their thumb and their their forefinger. Right, just like a pog, <laughs> just like hanging out there. Oh, and um, we missed the point. I forgot the part in uh, in part two where Nissa tries to mess with one, and one of the Greek guys like slaps her. Yeah, and Patrick gets just... really mad, <laughs> and then it's just like, well, this is pointless. He's not listening to me. <laughs> Um, he's like, "Hey, buddy, don't do that to her," and he just continues doing what he was right. doing. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is this. Is, so I tried, um, I tried. I tried to. I tried to defend your honor, but it's kind of pointless. Right. Robots. <laughs> There's no honor among robots. Um, so persuasion is hanging out and overseeing this uh, decapitation. So Adric like jumps in front of the doctor, and he's like, "No," and like. Persuasion is going to shoot the doctor. Um, and Monarch basically is like, ah, fine. They, they can live, whatever. Um, so Adric gets like taken to the Monarch and like he just keeps like Adric is super obsessed with joining these these alien robots for some reason. Um, yeah, he like loves them. Yeah, like I think. I don't remember if it's in part two or or not, but like while the doctor and Tegan are like watching this like cultural whatever, like Adric is just running his mouth about the doctor, like telling Monarch everything. And this is like, bro, what are you doing? And he's just like, oh, technology. Um, 
So, um, but Adric keeps like talking to the monarch and like the, the doctor finally is just like, Oh yeah. Um, so the doctor, he, uh, he's going to stop monarch's evil plan and whatever. So he gets, um, he, there's another like cultural dance demonstration. I'm pretty uh, sure it's just constant. Like I don't think it ever ends. I don't. I don't know. There it just seems there's, like it's like there's hours. more. It like it's like yeah. There's more dancing. Um. So there's the doc- not in, in this time. This time though, it's great because okay. So because of the the way that the show is shot, you know, where they would shoot one part of the serial a week. Yeah. Uh, there was, you know, they shot this whole story over the course of a month. And so they had the Aborigine dancers in part two and now they're back in part four and obviously one of them couldn't come back. And so there's a new Aborigine guy and he doesn't know the dance moves. So if you pay attention, he's in the background holding the spear. Really? And he's just, yeah. And he's just watching everyone else. And doing everything that they do like a half second later. That's awesome. <laughs> and like really awkwardly and just like doing the best he can. But they he was he did not learn the moves beforehand and it is spectacular. That's awesome. <laughs> um so the doctor and Adric, they're watching this happen, and the doctor is just like, Adric, you're putz, what are you doing? And Adric's like, Well, oh, I want to technology, burr, burr, burr. And the doctor is like you you're either with me or against me, and Adric's like, fine, fine, I'm with you. So they they go down and bygone for some reason, like he he got his reason chip and whatever, like his independent his independence chip like taken away. So he just has the little like steel pog on his hand. So <laughs> when the when the Chinese dancers come back out, because the doctor finds the uh, like the Chinese lord and talks to him, and he's like, "Hey, you know what Monarch's planning, right? You know he's crazy. Can you help me out?" And they're like, "Yeah, fine." Um, so these Chinese dancers come out and the they do the dragon dance, um, and in one shot, the doctor, Adric, and Bygone are sitting like in the front row, and then we look away, and then the next shot, they're gone, um, and then the dragon leaves. And it just keeps going down the hallway. And then all of a sudden, Adric and the doctor, like, drag this guy out from underneath one of the dragons, which I think is really funny. Um, (laughs) This dragon just, like, kidnaps the doctor. Um, So they get uh, Bygone back to normal. And they're just like, you know, rally the android troops or whatever. We're going to overthrow Monarch. Um and the TARDIS this whole time is still floating out in space and Tegan is like crying and she's just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so the doctor basically gets this length of rope, puts on this helmet with no screen because the doctor apparently can withstand space for six minutes before he dies, um, which I don't think ever comes back up ever again. Um, so he like opens an airlock and just like floats out in space and tries to reach the TARDIS, but his rope is shorter. So he like comes back 
and um, persuasion and enlightenment show up and they like try and stop them and like they they're shooting at the doctor um but the doctor comes back in um he like rips out persuasion's like motherboard and throw it into space which is pretty dark um it's super dark because they just die instantly but because they're robots they freeze yeah so this guy just looks like he's like He's got one arm up in the air and the other arm, like, at his side. Like, he's in the middle. Like, he just, like, he's playing, like, freeze tag or, like, I don't even remember. Um, (laughs) But, so, Enlightenment tries to shoot the doctor again, but, or she's, like, wrestling with Adric and the doctor grabs longer rope and he goes out in space to try and grab the TARDIS. Um, But Enlightenment stuns Adric and basically like unties the rope. So the doctor is just like floating out in space. Um, and then Adric gets back up and he takes care of enlightenment and rips out her circuit board and throws he, it out. He, in his he face. straight up murders her. Yeah. Like he just like rips open her chest, grabs this circuit and just like tosses it. So both of these yeah. robots are dead forever. Um, and frozen in awkward position yeah, in this airlock. And the doctor is just kind of, in in the in between the ship and the TARDIS, and he's running out of time. So okay, hold on. So before you get to this, okay, <laughs> because because this is this is the greatest moment in the entire story. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, is what's about to happen, and I Clapped. just, I yeah, it's it's spectacular, and what I love about it too is. It's also the second occurrence in a row that this stupid thing has come up. Oh my god, because, you're so <laughs> Like it's another it's another callback to Ark in Space. It's so weird. Um there's a lot of those in the story. It's weird how like watching these stories in this particular order, I wasn't expecting things like this to come up, but things like this keep happening. It's yeah. like weird coincidences between stories it's bizarre anyway go on (laughs) okay so the doctor is stranded in between the ship and the tardis so he pulls out a cricket ball and hucks it at the ship and it bounces off and then it comes back to him and he uses the force of the returning cricket ball to propel him the rest of the way to the TARDIS, and it is the greatest thing I've ever it's, seen. It's ama- It's amazing. It's amazing because it's really smart. Like <laughs> it's really. It's something I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've never seen anything like that in any other space. Anything, which is even more impressive because it's just like this. This era of the show isn't known for its originality. <laughs> So the fact that they did something that I've never seen before or since is awesome to me. I just yeah, this uh, this I think like Doctor Who in general, especially Classic Who, they're pretty good about like space physics because whenever there's like someone out in space, there's no noise and like you know like opposite and equal reactions and stuff. So no noise, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's also it's also important to note that at this time 
The doctor's going full Star Lord because yeah. he's just wearing his mask and that's it. Yeah. He's, he's just, just chilling his... out in space. Yeah. <laughs> Which he said he can survive the cold for like six minutes. Yeah. Um, he can Is like the cricket the ball like the doctor's boomerang? Um, I think so. I mean, essentially, yeah. Yes. It always um, comes back. I just, I just like how how much more appropriate it is that he has the cricket ball, um, <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. Than it was when the fourth doctor just happened to have one. But <laughs> ball. Are cricket balls are cricket balls rubber? I think so. Okay. Hmm. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I know croquet balls. They're hard and. Yeah, croquet bar- balls are, but cricket balls. I, I think yeah, it I must think be like, they um, must be rubber, right? Because you have to hit them with the cricket bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're like um, baseball, so it's like the leather and then the hard rubber inside and whatever. What if he oh, like okay. pulled a corgi out of his pocket and threw a corgi? At his oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god, that'd be weird. Um, so the doctor, the doctor opens the TARDIS door and he's like, take him, move out of the way. And she's like, Oh, okay. Um, so he lands the TARDIS back on the ship, uh, to rescue Adric and Nyssa, which Tegan's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm rescuing Adric and Nyssa. We can't just leave them. more of us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Monarch, he, he tries to like kill everybody um by like shutting down all the life support but uh they have all these nifty helmets um so like i don't know why they would do this but they have the t- like the the poison that these frog people secrete there's just like a big jar of it in the middle of one of the science rooms so the doctor grabs it um and then Monarch gets, like the mo- Monarch gets off his chair and goes to confront the doctor, and Monarch's gonna like try and shoot the doctor, but the doctor just launches this entire jar of poison at Monarch, and Monarch <laughs> just shrinks. Like, <laughs> finally we get the uh, we get the payoff from uh, from the Ant Man helmet. Yeah, yes. and no, it's a, it's a it's a it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty amazing and just such a, a wonderful villain. Uh, he just becomes like he just becomes like a little prop doll. Yeah, and I think it's really funny because like the doctor, like he's like, oh yeah, you know, he's not really a robot, blah blah blah. But then like the doctor puts takes his helmet off with the oxygen and then puts it over the tiny little monarch dude. So he's like, here's some oxygen. You're not gonna die, but we're just gonna leave you all here. Um, and so the androids it's decide. Great, it's great Tom Hardy and the Revenant logic in terms of what's saving. <laughs> it's like here you go, you're basically dead, but here's a little bit of oxygen. Um, so the androids like pilot the ship out of Earth's way, and they decide to like go found a robot colony. Um, and the TARDIS leaves, but the very end of the episode, Nissa like faints and then just, just like a woman in next week yeah <laughs> yeah we have we'll we'll uh we'll we'll find out why she faints in something like 16 weeks from now right <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> but uh yeah 
really, really fun story. I always forget how fun this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was classic, 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 classic Negan, classic Abrock, classic all of them. <laughs> you really hate how crowded this t- TARDIS is, don't you? I guess I could just feel how stressful it must be for the doctor. Oh. Just having three, like, kids to worry about. If it was, like, Martha, Arthur, Arthur, I don't know. It just, it, I, I guess it was just, like, this combination is, like, it is, it is a little, like, full house, you know? Like, oh, you know, like, Nis, like Tegan and, Ald- and Aldrich are fighting. What are we going to do? Ah, girls. He always, uh, he always has three um people in his in his TARDIS. Yeah. Uh, for as long as he's for as long as he's the doctor, basically until his uh final story. Who's um, the boss though? It's got he's got three. Uh I mean yeah. honestly I'm pretty sure it's Tegan. Uh yeah. she's always the one that's like controlling where they're going and why. I want to get to the airport <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. But so um, charming is how how the doctor always wants to do it. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, let's get to that airport. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, also, the, the ship that they're on, like, when the doctor is, like, floating out of it uh, toward the TARDIS, you get, like, a good, like, exterior shot that isn't just, um, isn't, like, a wide shot of it. And it's very flat and very cube-looking. It's very Borgish. Um, yeah, just a bunch of like gray like shapes, mm-hmm. uh, like on a flat surface. I don't know. It's very it's very Borg looking to me, but I don't Borgian, know. Borgian, Borgish, Madame Kaborgian. <laughs> Sounds Sweden, Swedish. I love I love that joke. Sounds Swedish. Um, so anyway, uh, we have some news to talk about too. Um, that I meant to bring up earlier, but uh, we just kind of transitioned into the episode, so uh, let it go. But yeah, we do have some news to talk about um, and some uh, some follow up from news from last week, uh, the news Ooh. that Cassandra brought. So let's nice. start with let's start with the follow up. So we have some theories about how Matt Smith could return to the show floating around that I thought could be fun to talk about. Um, so one of them is uh, basically a multi-Doctor episode to end Capaldi and Moffat's run, which would basically be like the team-up of Moffat's two Doctors. And that's that's how he would go out as showrunner, and that's how Capaldi would go out and everything. And I'm kind of into that. I like that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. It's very Moffat-y, I think. Yeah, it is. That's that's why that's why it seems like the most like oh yeah I guess that does that makes sense I could yeah. see that yeah I mean it I I I certainly would not be against it happening just to see like Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi like play off each other with that you know that, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure the I'm sure the most moffity moth dialogue that will ever moth but <laughs> and so that. If he if he's gonna do it, like fine. But I also wouldn't be bummed if the if this doesn't happen because I don't know. It's like we've already seen him pop up at the beginning of like Deep Breath and or at the end of Deep Breath, and I don't know. It's like I don't I don't need to see the Eleventh Doctor, but I'm, I'm 
so it's not like, you know, Day of the Doctor where I was like fanboying out. Like, oh my God, they're about to team up. It's yeah. like, sure. Cool. If that happens. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I seem to be getting the vibe from you guys that you're just like, well, we don't want this to happen, so let's stop talking about it. But I just no, no I mean, but, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, that that's how you're. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stating. It. I'm not telling you these theories as if like, like, right, guys, so great. Like, I'm just. I'm just telling you what the theories are. <laughs> that's, that's all. <laughs> Seems to be like we're get, you're getting the wrong vibe from me because you're both like, yeah, but we don't really want it to happen. So, and I'm like, no, yeah, no, I know, no, man. None what of do us you, do. None of us want this to happen. What do you think? What are What are your thoughts, Scott? I, I well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I feel like it makes sense. It seems like a Moffaty end of uh, run thing, but yeah. I, I I prefer. There's another theory that I prefer more. What's that one? The other theory is that Capaldi, the Twelfth Doctor, will continue. Uh, pissing off the Time Lords to the extent that they will kidnap him and revert his regeneration to so that they don't have to deal with him. Wait, so just, and so, so like, like basically, back into Matt's yeah, basically, basically, the idea is that the idea is like, you're a dick. We're tired of dealing with you, but we're not going to regenerate you forward because who knows what we'll get. We're just going to turn you into the guy that you were a second ago <laughs> because because we know that guy and we can deal with that guy. I really prefer the first one. Oh, I love I, I love I love that. I love the second one because it, it, it calls back to like um, war games. War games yeah. yeah. And I, I'm really into that. I, I like that. And I, I don't think I like it as a theory as like, you know. It's not that Matt Smith would be the doctor for very long. It would just be for like an episode. And then he would figure out what happened and then and then leave again. But it's like the idea of like him like – just the idea of like Capaldi's new companion just like having to deal with this other guy for an episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, see, I, it's just really amusing to me. I don't know. Yeah. See, I almost think – I almost think it would be almost funnier if this happened to him with no companion and just no one ever – knew that Eleven was, like, back for, like, a day. Well, I mean, it would be basically like no one knew, because it's yeah. not like she knew Eleven. Oh, right, it would be, it would be, uh, it would be uh, Billy Bob, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be, it would be her, it wouldn't be, uh, yeah, I mean, Cl- Clara's gone, so. My, well. my thing about the second one is how would that work logistically, because he, like, re- set his regeneration cycle so technically it's his first one of the new well yeah, the new the new, new calendar well but they yeah i mean i mean there's certainly i mean look i mean at the end of the day it's like it's it it's it's all made up so no, they can I know. just they can just say like yeah we took him away and so you reverted back to the last one of your last Regeneration, <laughs> and then you're just gonna die, and it'll be fine. And we yeah. deal with the, given the choice between an episode of Matt Smith or an episode of Matt Smith and Capaldi in the same room, because yeah, it's not real, but I do want those two actors to be together because that could be fun. And I guess that's more exciting to me than the idea of just another Matt Smith adventure. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think they're, I think they're all 
interesting just because well I like the sec I think the second one is more interesting not to me from a Doctor Who canon perspective sure like it, 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 it just it, it, it adds it adds to yeah. like the the mythology I guess sure whereas and it's, and it's different than another Doctor's meeting adventure right exactly whereas like we've had a million of those mm-hmm. or you know not a million but like five. And so, yeah. so like I, I've seen, I've seen that before. I know what that is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more interested in like this thing I've never seen before. I think is interesting if they're going to do it. And if it's just going to be for like an episode, then that's interesting. And here's interesting. Would it be him again or would it be Capaldi in the body of Matt Smith? Because then we could see a whole nother performance from Matt Smith. I don't know. Like a Matt Smith that's uncomfortable in his own skin. He goes, "Oh my god, I'm this young good dude again. I hate this guy." You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other the other theory that mm-hmm. I that I see because there's like four. So like the the uh, the third one is that when Capaldi regenerates, he has there's a problem because he hasn't regenerated with this new uh, uh, regeneration cycle yet. And there's a problem because you're not supposed to have like two regeneration cycles. Um, and there's a problem and he starts reverting back to like all of his past doctors. And so then they do all of them and not just Matt Smith. So that it, one, that one I'm not crazy about because then what, like if, if there, if the whole point of this is to bring Matt Smith back, uh, that's a weird way of doing it. Cause then it's yeah. just a cameo, you know? Yeah, and then it's like, what, are we going to just see Tennant again and not Eccleston again and John Hurt again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Close up of a leather jacket and a V-neck again and then, uh, <laughs> then another. Yeah, and then we're just going to see stock footage from the other Doctors again because I don't want to see – Right. Like, I don't want to see crazy old Tom Baker again. That was sad. Yeah, I know. Um, and then – Let me go. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. And then, oh uh, and then the fourth – the fourth theory uh, that I do I, – I like and I feel like it could also sync up with the first theory of it just being a team-up is the idea that uh, the other – the David Tennant doctor that – like the clone doctor. Oh, right. Yeah. The one that's regenerates in Somehow regenerates into um, the – Matt Smith doctor and then that doctor like or or something like that that doctor is the one that we meet and know and stuff and there's also the idea that um one of these Matt Smiths could end up with uh River Song like in her in the in the library or whatever like the like get, like yeah. putting a kind of a period to her sentence and giving them a happy ending sort of but yeah. I, but but that one just seems like weird like fan wanky theory kind of yeah. thing where it's just like yeah you mean the thing that they already did yeah they're not going to do that yeah uh-huh. you know what you're you've convinced me scott i think of these four options my new favorite is the uh the the being the be the, the second one yeah the time lords just being like you know what the hell with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it just seems the other ones sound too too bs you know yeah. Yeah. And this one sounds like a cool idea that happens to involve Matt Smith, which I think is the best option. Is like, oh, let's think of this cool story and then mm-hmm. see if Matt Smith will come back for it and not 
I want to get the band back together. Let's BS our way until we can make that happen. You know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I like that it, it adds stuff. Cause I, I don't, I don't, I know that it makes it all more convoluted, but like, I don't know. I've never minded that part, you know, as long as the, the convolution like makes sense. I'm like, eh, that's fine. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's been so many, this, this, this property has been going on for like, you know, all like, like 53 years at this point. <laughs> um, and, and it's been, it's exchanged creative hands so many times that like none of it really makes sense. Like there, there's, there's, you know, overlapping stuff and, 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 and holes and all kinds. It's just, it's a mess. I mean, there's three it really is a mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just, I like, I like the, I like the theory that adds something, I guess. Something that we've never seen before. That's fair. Um, but now, whether or not it whether or not it's a good idea or not is another story entirely. <laughs> or, if even, or, or, or if Matt Smith is going to show up at all. Right. Totally. But uh, yeah, so I just I, I thought that was I thought that was some interesting follow, follow up. I don't know. Um, so the other thing is that uh, this guy. Rafe Little, um, I think it's Rafe Little. Uh, he is an English actor who uh, is in some show called The Royal Family, um, or was in the sh- in some show called The Royal Family. He was recently cast in uh, Doctor Who and in a in a mystery role, and uh, it's been pointed out that he was the voice of Guy Fox in uh, a uh, Doctor Who video game. Huh. And so uh, some people think that that might mean that he's been like cast as his Guy Fox role um, in the show. So, be like, cool. Guy be a fun person for, for the Doctor to meet. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, just, so he, so it might be, he might be playing Guy Fox. The other rumor, um, which is, which is specifically, um, coming from somebody who, who's like an insider person uh they seem to suggest that michelle gomez will be regenerating and he will be playing the master Ooh. but which i think is cool um because as much as i love michelle gomez i feel like we've had enough of her at this point yeah and the um, nature of the master is for her to eventually regenerate you know what i mean right right and and so like I just and and also masters have a tendency to overstay their welcome. Um, uh, I mean Anthony Ainley was like the master for oh god so many doctors for the um, rest of the show. Yeah, for the rest of like it, it it it's yeah and so like you know I I like I like that John Sim was only in you know like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, four episodes. Yeah, if anything, uh, Missy's already kind of been in more than most masters are. Yeah, I think I think she's done. She's done technically four stories. Four? No, technically two stories because they they just happen to be both two parters, right? Right. Yeah. So and then she was episodes. in. She was like she was sporadically in all of uh all of series eight. Yeah. yeah. So I guess technically once you've. She's been in four episodes as Missy Popper. Right. Right. Um, so I don't know. 
Uh, you're one of those. I, I, I'd be really into uh, a Guy Fox story. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah. But um, I'm also uh, I also like uh, the idea of a new master because that's always yeah. exciting. I'm a little bit. I'm a little. I'm not looking forward to Twitter reacting to the master being a white man again. But that's that is, is he thing. is he is he I can't I can't tell if he's white or not. Oh, see, I've never seen Black the Man. I just kind of assumed because you said the royal family. That's kind of maybe on me, huh? Kind of on me. <laughs> in that one. Uh, but yeah, so it's yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, Twitter's Twitter gonna twit, but yeah, yeah. I, I I can't I can't tell. He might be. He just has um he has uh features that tell me that. Maybe he's not completely white. I'm not sure though. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So that. So there's that. And then the other. The probably the biggest news was the announcement that Chris Chibnall uh will be sharing executive producer, uh, the executive producer position, with a producer named Matt Strevens. uh, who comes from and that was that was Strevens. I'm not slurring. Um, <laughs> there's actually an R, uh, and he is, um, he is a, uh, producer from, uh, I get, he kind of got his start. He did some show called the bill and then he did a show called raw. Um, uh, but mostly he's from skins and misfits. Uh, he was a producer on both of those shows and then went on to produce an adventure in space and time. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So nice. there, there's the, there's the, uh, there's his Doctor Who background. Um, so he will be co-show running with Chris Chibnall. Well, that'll That's, be interesting. That'll be, re- yeah, that'll be cool. It'll, it'll be nice to have it not just be one man. I mean, it sucks if it's now it's two men, but you know, not just <laughs> one man's vision of the show. Uh huh. That that could either be really cool or a disaster. Sure, or a complete and utter disaster. But yeah. so it's. <laughs> Seven, and we got and we survived that that's true um so uh so yeah interesting stuff i i mean i don't really have an opinion on on this guy i i i like misfits and i liked skins up to a point um but i like misfits up to a point yeah yeah i guess yeah that's that's true too i don't think i ever actually finished misfits so yeah i like misfits up to a point as well none of the cast ever finished misfits um i guess that's true yeah that's that's right. Oh, that's right. I did finish it. I just forget that that's still Misfits because it's a completely different cast by the end of the show. Yeah, it's, just, um, it's, it's just that guy from Breacher and a bunch of kids. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't join the show until season three. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, a lot of Doctor Who news happening lately because, you know, they've started shooting and everything. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And when you hear right. about the when you hear the name of that episode, what's that? That's I mean, just like I want. I want once I just hear the name of like the premiere, then it'll be like okay, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we're gonna hear the name of the uh, Christmas special first. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe at like Comic Con. I don't know. Have they? No, they're fil- not. They're not at Comic Con. Have uh, they started filming the Christmas special? Is that what I, they're filming right now or? No, no, they're filming uh series 10 right now. They've already filmed the Christmas special. Oh. They filmed the Christmas special months ago. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Cause remember there was that whole thing where Dr. Who was filming the Christmas special at the same time that, uh, 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 Jack was in Cardiff. Oh Jack. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. 
So probably going to get an announcement of him uh, being back, which is really fun. I hope so. Yeah, because we all know John Berryman isn't doing enough television right now. <laughs> he's he's literally he he is he he. Oh my god, I I've never heard of this before. But he is he has been hired as an ongo. What what is it? Series uh, main, regular. Series regular on all four CW DC shows. That's awesome. So he just like. He just between all four shows, he's going to be in twenty two or twenty three episodes he, this season. He's like the Nick Fury of the DCW. Yeah, amazing. that's awesome. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's our show this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with the sixth Doctor second story, Attack of the Cybermen. Oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess. <laughs> Uh, question, Nick, how do you feel about people's hands being crushed? <laughs> um, into it? Because yeah, strap it. in, my <laughs> friend. Strap in. Uh, also, Attack of the Siren, that's the first uh, two 45-minute episodes, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird season of the show where for some reason, uh, they tried to make the show more mature. And so by doing that, they were like, oh, well, we'll make one of the ways we can do it is we can make it like a real drama and make it 45 minutes instead of half an hour. And, uh, they did that, but they didn't really change anything about the show. That is certainly a thing they did. Like, oh, we'll just make it longer. Oh, great idea. <laughs> That's all it needed. Anyway. All right. Well, you can go to our website, duelinggenre.com. You can leave comments there if, if, if you'd like. Uh, you can also email the show, contact, at thedoctorscompanion.us. You can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Leave us reviews in iTunes. That really helps the show a lot. It helps people find the show. And it doesn't cost you anything but, like, 30 seconds of your time. So, uh, so go do that. That really helps us a lot. Go check out our other podcast, Back to the Future Minute, Geek by Night, original audio drama, which is uh, officially back. Uh, Cassandra yeah. directed the most recent episode and yeah, co-wrote it with us. We all wrote it together. It's like the TDC episode. Um, yeah. it, Super awesome. Yeah, it's like Team TDC is is uh, <laughs> a ghost story episode because it's, it's written by the three of us. So uh, go check that out. And uh, go check out our Patreon page. We just hit our first goal, uh, which was a weekend edition of Back to the Future Minute. So we've started doing that. Um, But we've got lots of goals going forward. Uh, We've got uh, live Doctor's Companion episode and stuff. And and honestly, if you guys have ideas that we could do for, like, future TDC goals, let us know. uh, Because I wasn't really sure. Because... Other than talking about the episodes like we do, I'm not sure what else we like. This is a weekend edition, so like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't, and, and I don't think any of us have time to make it a daily show. So like I don't know um, what what we could do as a goal for TDC. So let let us know uh, if you have any ideas, and uh, and and if we like them, uh, I'll add them to our uh, as one of our goals on Patreon. But go check that out on help us. Uh, help dueling genre and all of our all the podcasts that we do and uh another way you can help us you can uh there's a donate button we've gotten a couple of donations lately uh which is really cool and i want to thank those people 
Um, that's uh, that's really cool of you guys to do that. Um, so yeah, if you want to do like a one-time donation through PayPal, there's a donate button on the site, so you can do that. Uh, our Patreon page is duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, and then also duelinggenre.com slash merch. We're selling t-shirts and things now, uh, so you can go check those out if that's something that you're into. Bye. Bye.